0: I recently asked Jake, who is a sophomore in high school, why he uses Spike View to share his learning journey.
1: Um, I think it's really cool that, you know, Spike View is really putting that abstract into con- concrete data and knowledge, and then displaying that to the outside world. And I think Spike View is different than anything else out there. Uh, like I said before, because it's really taking that, you know, the, that those abstract skill sets and those abstract experiences and putting them into data that, you know, is actually mathematic and scientific, and, um, you know, that matches you up with the best programs. And, um, you know, best places for you, people, um, you know, who are really trying to make those changes in the world and they're going to be using Spike View because Spike View is that app where you can, you know, take, take those experiences and take those passions and put them out there uh, and share with other people and that's, you know, that's really powerful and to that, you know, that professional networking piece, um, you know, to be with other like-minded teenagers, that puts you ahead, that puts you ahead in a lot of ways and so, um, you know, I think anyone who uses Spike View right now has a leg up in the future and, Excited to see, you know, where those SpikeView alumni head up.
0: Head to SpikeView.com, start your portfolio now for free. Have you ever thought about creating courses and training online without a partner to guide you through that process? You're going to be stressed about why your learners aren't engaged, or how to create updated content, missing revenue opportunities, and not even having enough time. I know because I create online courses. And I have a solution for you, e-learning partners. You don't have to be overwhelmed anymore. Become a partner with e-learning partners to create your courses and training stress-free and achieve the results you want to see. If you are thinking about wanting to create a course or training online and you believe like I believe that no expertise should go unheard, then click the e-learning Partners link in the notes of this podcast, and you can start your journey to create your courses and training stress free. If you want all that and more from the e learning partners, hit the link in the podcast notes because there's a free masterclass for you to take. That's right, a free masterclass. Hit that link today. Disrupt Education, episode 15, I have Christian Harris, owner of Maypro, Oak Park Library board member, uh, all community activists. Uh, <laughs> great being here man, thanks for thanks for coming, yes, I appreciate yes. it,
2: love I'm it. Very glad to be here, it's a uh, special honor to be yeah. invited to speak with one of your mentors and thanks, man. Uh, somebody who's a big reason to where you are today, so man. thank you for the wow. invite, glad to be here. So.
0: Um, well, we'll start right in. So your path from high school to actually business owner. Tell us okay. a little bit about that.
2: So my path from high school to business ownership was a little smoother than mm-hmm. most people's. I, I knew at 10 years old that I wanted to own my own business. Just didn't really have much of a construct to, to what that really looked like. So I was very excited when I... What tra- transferred to OPRF for high school? That uh, there was a small business management class, and uh, your class really did give me a lot of meat uh, to the bones of what business ownership would look like you know, what a business plan was, what revenues were, what profits were just little things like that really solidified that this is the path that I wanted to take. And I started looking for colleges that had the entrepreneurship major mm-hmm. or at least an entrepreneurship program mm-hmm. and did find one that I liked and felt comfortable at. And Bradley University and Bradley is a great school, has a good business school and a good entrepreneurship program and it did prepare me well. Um, No job can ever prepare you fully for what the joys and pains of being a business owner is like. However, it really did prepare me for just how difficult it was going to be and they instilled that in us from the first day that it's going to be a journey and it's going to be difficult. So I came out prepared for that, and I was just lucky enough to have a mom that was willing to invest in me and invest Mm -hmm. in us and the community. She really was looking for a little bit more money uh, in her pocket when she retired and Mm -hmm. was looking at some different ways to do that. So we did decide to open up something of our own uh, and in the community that that I grew up in. and She still lives in and I still live in it. Yeah,
0: that's great. Um, I I do remember, you know, uh, jumping off when you you started the business and the trials and tribulations, but you, you had a really you still do have a really good attitude about it and the the things of, like, you know, you just, just problems occur, but you handled them smoothly. And is that a result of what kind of Bradley kind of kind of taught you to do a little bit? Or is that just your nature or both?
2: It's definitely both. But Bradley did prepare me for that, you know, that it was going to be difficult and that one of the things that one of the biggest quotes I took from Bradley was that business is a race to see who can fail the fastest, you know? Nice. And that you go into it and you learn as much as you can, try as hard as you can, but that even failure isn't failure. You know, it's a learning experience and you use those tools to move on to your next right. business and Um, The faster you can fail and learn those lessons, the quicker you will be successful. I'm just lucky that so far, uh, my (laughs) first business has been uh, successful, although my second one wasn't as successful, uh, as we've talked about. But this Mm -hmm. one, um, just about every year, we've grown, and it's been a good trajectory, and Problems do arise, specifically yeah. in this business, you know, it can be tough when in the morning you find out two of your employees call off and how mm-hmm. are you going to make all your cleanings for the day, but it's just very important to keep your head down and see how it all fits into a larger picture mm-hmm. of the business. So I try to do that. I try to think about, okay, this is just one day, one incident, yeah. the business is much bigger than that. There's right. a lot of moving parts That's in it. It's a great way so. of
0: looking at it. So i was just run into my second question then. How do we teach high school students that better, right? Like right. What, knowing what you know now in, in business and actually going to another level of education, um, what do you wish 16-year-old Christian Harris would, would love to know?
2: So it's a great question and I think very timely uh, as you've talked so much about disrupting education. You know, I graduated high school and I could have quoted you more Shakespeare then I knew about a credit score Hmm. um, or the student loans um, that uh, were gonna be so prevalent in the next few years of my life or um, how to apply for an apartment and Mm. and how that process worked. Um, I have to always be careful because my dad's an English teacher, so (laughs) I'm not saying we shouldn't be teaching Shakespeare, (laughs) but at the same time, I really needed the life skills to succeed the day after I graduated from high school. Um, When I went to open my second business, as I mentioned uh, a few minutes ago, it was a limo service, so we had to get a car. And so here I am walking into dealerships, just (laughs) generally knowing what my credit score is, not knowing what that means or the factors that go into it. And people saying, oh, you have great credit. But no credit, and this is this is me. You know, I'm a college yeah. graduate. I actually already owned a business, and I still had no idea really uh-huh. what a credit score was. Wow. So when I think back to how I could have been prepared better, that's that's one of the things. You know, mm-hmm. I, I simply could have been taught. I could have been taught. Um, and the, you know, moving on to other people that weren't as blessed as me, that weren't able to go on mm-hmm. to, to college. Let's say, you know, those people need to graduate high school knowing how to apply for an apartment, right? Um, and or how to get their first car or how to open their first business so i think there are some curriculum changes that mm-hmm. could be made to really prepare students right for well success. Let's,
0: let's go into that so what what uh what are like shoot me some ideas like in in high school that maybe you could see or came up with that because uh, you did you experienced uh, my dad was a math teacher same kind of deal mm-hmm. um you know the the experiences you had in the management course, and then and then with probably if you were in English, you probably did great because you're doing that, but um, yeah. What kind of what kind of things uh, you know as as college becomes a little bit further out of reach for a lot of people, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, what do you think high schools can do differently?
2: So, with me in school, there was always this disconnect. Um, it would I would be sitting in history class and. Uh, I would learn about American heroes and our founding fathers uh, that were people I was supposed to look up to, Mm -hmm. but that had enslaved my ancestors, although that part was usually left out. Mm -hmm. Um, I would be sitting in science class and learning how to mix up. Chemicals and not understanding how it fit into a larger picture of my life, or even the example I just gave about being in English class and learning the great authors mm-hmm. um, like Shakespeare, and not being able to see myself in the text, and uh, really feeling I should have been learning uh, some other things. Mm-hmm. So, as a high school student, I'm not sure I could have articulated that to right. you. You know, it might have played out in a bad grade on a test, or acting up in the hallways, or not doing my mm-hmm. homework, but now looking back I can say that I was disconnected, very disconnected with how school fit into my larger life and where I was trying to go and even what I was doing on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. So I I really think a lot of it centers around revamping the curriculum in high schools and people like you are doing such a great job of leading that effort so I'm so glad it's already happening mm-hmm. and um, I feel like more can be done. Just, just teach, have a class that teaches kids about credit scores, and mm-hmm. about loans, and about interest rates, and so, some of that was, to, to be diff- fair, some mm-hmm. of that was done at OPRF, but mm-hmm. um, about how to uh, um, open your first business and what that might look like, and securing mm-hmm. different sources of funding. All of that can do a lot for, for, um, for students. You know, when I think about, you know, what, today, what, what do I take from English class on a daily basis, yeah. right? So I can read, I can write. But the only time I really talk about the authors and the only time I really discuss history is usually with other people that have went to college and we're small talking and talking about all the books that we've read together. There was just, a, the, the time there, you have people there for four years. It could have been used differently and I, I think a little bit better with a revamped curriculum.
0: Great, so. man. Well, I appreciate it. Um, lot of great insight there i love your story man um i, I had you as a student um yeah. it's great to see you grow up and and, and own something and, and create and actually give back to the community so i appreciate it man yes, yes. thanks for being on episode 15 yes appreciate. thank you for
2: having me all right it. guys
0: disrupt education we'll always be back for more may pro christian harris oak park library board
2: Thanks a lot, man. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time, guys.